Hello, everybody. It's Independently Wealthy. I'm your host, Chris Wealthy, the saddest boy alive, the wealth dog, the George Jones of comedy. Here, as always, my sidekick slash co-host slash producer, Steve Lambertini. <laughs> Say hello. You did it. You finally got the intro. I got right. an intro. Yeah. Hey. 17 episodes. All right. Man. It sounded okay. I think that was good. Stuck the landing. Yeah. Uh, we got here in the Weltdown Studios today, my good buddy, good pal, uh, writer, musician, professor? Are you yeah. your professor, yeah. teacher? Yeah. Simon oh, Balto. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Good. Oh, man. Glad to be here, faithful listener. Yeah, there Whoa, we go. We how got... many episodes have you listened to? I think I'm through like 15. Wow. He's, he's there. Oh, wait, he... probably through, yeah, 13, well, I'm, I'm a couple episodes behind. Hell yeah. Um, no, this is good uh, because, uh, and, and Simon's my, uh, a good friend who's gotten to know me over the years a little bit. So I think you've seen like some ups and downs in the, the, uh, wealthy universe. Uh, you've, uh, that's accurate. Also been, since you've been listening to you, uh, you kind of know what's going on, which is nice. Yeah. And like, you, uh, and one thing that I want to bring up right away, uh, to get into, and you touched on this last week, Steven. That people are upset that I'm not changing or nothing mm-hmm. is. Uh, we have some fans out there. Maybe they might not be fans for they, long. They might not listen because nothing new is happening, and I'm just uh, kind of sitting in this pile of shit that I'm. Uh, and you're constantly... happy to do it. And but you know what? Things are changing, and All I right. swear it's just going at a very very slow rate. What's changing? Uh, good question. It's like a sloth. He's like the sloth um, of personal change over here. Well, uh, I feel myself uh, getting a little bit happier. Uh, yeah? You know, I don't know if it's the weather, um, if it's that I'm going on a nice... I'm getting out of town the next few months. Do you seasonal affective disorder or whatever that's called? Uh, yeah, just year-round. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Every just, season of this. It's different. There's... Uh, I have two... See, there's two seasons in the... Uh, in the wealth dog uh, universe, and that is relationship season and breakup season. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so whatever you want to call that, like it's takes. So you've me, been in breakup season for about a year. For about a year now. Okay. Uh, we got two years to go. The seasons okay. are different every year, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's it's getting better. So I'm getting out of town uh, tomorrow. Going to uh, Florida. Uh, to celebrate my grandmother's 100th birthday. Wow, she's old. How many she Tommy, Tommy Bahama shirts have you packed? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> or you just borrow them from your dad? I should. He's got a ton. I, Does your dad only own Tommy Bahama he's shirts? Got a, he's got a lot of... There was a time. I don't know if that's what he's going with nowadays, but... Do you think when he passes away that he'll give you all of his Tommy Bahama shirts? That's probably all he has. <laughs> say that's the entirety. entirety. Yeah. Like a hundred Tommy Bahama all, shirts. All his money has went to child support in the last couple of years. And uh, I believe he'll still be paying that when he's dead. So, but you're uh, not a child anymore. No, but he's got other kids, Stephen. Oh. I wish I got some of that money. I need that. How many siblings do you have? I got... He has two other kids. Oh. Uh one is about to graduate high school. Actually, tomorrow oh, is graduating oh, high school. Oh, that's so cool. My so, brother's graduating uh, in two days. Congratulations to my little brother, who's also a welt dog. Um, welt he's Nah, he's 18. He's a welt dog. He's legal. He's a welt man. Um, but we, uh, yeah. So it'll be exciting to get home. I'm going to see a bunch of family. I'll be around them. Going to go to the beach. Uh, going to, uh, you know, just see a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. Here's what I was thinking about my grandmother turning 100, though. Uh, 
and and I've been thinking about this, like, do you like wondering if she has any regrets as a hunter? I mean, obviously she. I should say this. I said this wrong. She probably has regrets. <laughs> I'm sure everybody has regrets. Right. But like, so like me. I regret things from like six months ago or like even like a couple of weeks ago. Like, I wonder if she does that. Like hookups like, she never had. Well, she said something nasty to someone or like, uh, she's a well, hundred years old. I'm sure she said she's a hundred year old white woman. I'm sure she said yeah. a lot of problematic things that she regrets. Um, I like, but like, but does she regret things from like a year ago? Like when she was 99? Probably not. Like, Are, is she pretty together? She's all right. She's yeah. doing good. I mean, she's you can tell she's 100 years old. <laughs> I think at 100 years, you don't really give a uh, fuck anymore. Yeah, I mean, like, that. that's what I think I would be the only thing that I regret. Like, I, it's like, why haven't I died yet? <laughs> like, why? I, I, I hope your grandma gives you some good advice when you're there. Uh, I, yeah, we'll see. She should, be, she should tell you to be more like her. Well, she always used to tell me, like, when I was younger, like, just don't, you don't need a girlfriend. Don't get a girlfriend. She was wise. And, Is that uh, still going to be her? She was, well, she, I, she, like a couple years ago, she changed. She's like, I think it's time that you get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Because like she's watched my dad like have multiple women in his yeah. life, and he's made his whole life about the women he's dated. I don't know if I've ever done anything like that, but... Uh, How many quasi-stepmoms would you say you've had uh, over the years? Oh, uh, you've met, you've got to meet a couple I've of them. I've got to... So, wait, so are you from we should, Milwaukee or are you from Florida? No, I was I was born in Milwaukee, but I was I grew up in southwest Wisconsin. Yeah, we should get the so, backstory here. So Chris and hey, I... Skip ahead. Yeah, so yeah. Chris and I know each other from... This music festival that his dad has. Been, how many? Your dad's been. My dad's been playing it almost since the beginning. So like twenty years. Twenty years, yeah. Um, and so it's it's in my home area, and so I've been going to it for about twenty years. So Chris and I met through this festival, um, which is super fun. And you oh, know, is but, that the one that happens in August? Yeah, yeah Larry yeah. Fest. I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. So that you can't go to. So, so, I, so, no I, I, to. so so until I started coming to New York for work, I basically got to see Chris once a year. And it was always at this festival where you see a very, very much the highs and lows of Chris Welty. Yeah. Um, oh, because it's yeah. just a, because it's a three day binge drinking affair. Basically. I mean, but for I mean, and, and for all of us. Um, but so so last year was a weekend long meltdown. Yeah, it was my oh, worst yeah. one. It was. It was your worst one. It was the saddest I've ever been. Oh, but, just, but it was. Well, it was like it was like going because there's no cell phone service. So the distinct memory that I have is like Chris going to trying to like get up on top of the ridge because it's in this little valley to try to get cell phone service to check a text message from an ex girlfriend. Maybe right. from from yeah. we don't know yeah. from the, the ex girlfriend. Oh my, uh, we don't know. The, the we don't know. Yeah, the uh, but so anyway, so so in terms of your dad though, um, and this this question about ex his ex girlfriends, um, what like Chris did a stand up uh, set at. Two years ago? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the my favorite Chris Welty joke that he led off with was what well, if you I said I said it was it's good to be here at Larry Fest, or as I like to call it, meeting my dad's new girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every uh, And it crushed. It got a good <laughs> It got a good laugh. Because everybody was like, Oh yeah, that's uh he definitely brings a new lady every year. <laughs> but he's brought the same gal a couple years in a row. She's holding strong. He's, he's and they're still to, together? Yeah, oh yeah. Nice. Do you uh, think your dad has sworn off getting remarried after like his third or fourth marriage? Well, after his third marriage that he got uh, 
the wedding ring tattooed on his hand. I oh. think he's kind of... Uh, <laughs> was that a voluntary thing, or was that something that that wife I think that on? was her. I, I don't know what it was, but uh, I think after doing that, I don't think you uh, could get married again. Um, I think you're permanently married. That's well, yeah, thing. that's the thing, and it doesn't... It doesn't come off. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's fun to make fun of. It's, I love making fun of him about it. It's great. <laughs> and has he explored tattoo removal? Uh, I think he's just like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, it's almost just like, hey, it's a mistake. There it is. And his new um, girlfriend's okay with it? I, I mean, she's dating my dad, so I mean, <laughs> like, wait, wait, I, she plays I, fast and loose with standards. Yeah. I would like second or firsthand experience of people who know Welty's dad other than Chris. What do you perceive his dad to be like? I've never met him and I would love to know like what he's like outside of Chris's stories. I really, really like Chris's dad. Um, but I he's also, a fun dad. Yeah. Like as a dad or as like you being his friend? As me being both of their friends. Yeah. I, li- I like him. Um, I could, I mean, Chris and I talked about this a little bit the other night about him being like, so I have a very, very straight laced dad and Chris has a fun dad and it would be nice <laughs> yeah. if we could thread the needle yeah. and like get, you know, get both of them into one person. Um, oh, not into a room, into one person. Oh no, just like, <laughs> yeah. it, well, <laughs> and then it could be both our dads, dad I guess. Date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on a dad date. Well, maybe your dad would stop getting stupid tattoos. Uh, that's, that's true. Well, he did stop. He stopped after the third wife. Uh, <laughs> does uh, your dad have other head? Does he have other tattoos? No, that's his one and only tattoo, <laughs> and he's always been <laughs> like really anti-tattoo. It's yeah. like so my good. whole life too. Yeah. He's just like. No, don't ever get one. They're stupid or whatever. Like, it's too permanent. And then he got his fucking wedding ring tattooed. We can give I, you uh, a matching wedding ring tattoo, Chris. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that your dad is like... I mean, your dad obviously cares a lot about you and stuff. Yeah, but he's like... So, what you want from a dad is somebody that gives good advice. or like. <laughs> right. But, like, well, my dad's a bigger mess than I am. Like, it's... You know. Well, then it's kind of like... Don't, it's lead... It's like... Um, he kind of wants to expect you to learn from his mistakes, right? He's like, don't do what I do. That's his I advice guess. to you, whether he says it or not, right? Like, uh, you see maybe. the pitfalls he makes, and you get, you have to reasonably say, oh, yeah, I saw that burn, you know, burn him, and you probably wouldn't make those same mistakes as he did. Yeah, but, but I just copy what he everything he does. But, well, and so, so last... So, when I say that your dad cares about you, what I'm thinking of is last year at Larry Fest when... Chris was in his weekend-long weltdown. Um, Mark, Mark asked me, Mark is Chris's dad, and asked me at one point, I'm a little bit worried about Christopher. Do you think he's okay? Whoa. And then, and then Mark drove off in a golf cart drinking a Coors Light to probably, <laughs> yeah. to probably go piss he, in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I gotta go. It's like pitch blackout. This, yeah. And I know the golf cart that you're talking about, it's like the one golf cart that has no lights on it. And it's like the oldest, ricketyest golf cart. Thank God and this is Larry Fest and not like uh, the dark carnival of the insane clown posse. Well, you know, it, it has its loud. moments. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely has its moments. Um, Oh boy, yeah, that was a, and this is how we know we're gonna have a good one this year is because I I'm not gonna repeat sadness from last year. Well, like that's knock on wood. Yeah, yeah it's no, it's single. not it's yeah. not gonna happen. It's well, true. so no, the the year before that I was in a relationship and I was probably it was probably the most fun I ever was. So wait, let me ask you a question. So your whole family goes to Larry Fest? They used to. Uh, right now it's a lot. Uh, actually, my grandmother that's turning 100 has been a hand, handful of times. 
Uh, I forget my, she's been there. Yeah, she's been. It's always a real pain in the ass. <laughs> sure. yeah. I mean, it's real rural. It's a, yeah. I mean, it's getting like, a 95 year old woman out there. Is yeah, really small yeah it sucks. <laughs> like it's, I mean, and she's like legally blind too. So like, uh, you got to put her on a goddamn gator and drive her out into the fucking hills. <laughs> It's like, God forbid she falls or Did something. Did she want to be there? Yeah, she loves it. <laughs> oh. um, but like, um, uh, no, she likes the music. And all. I mean, she's she's a, for a hundred year old, like, she's with it. And like, she's yeah. actually a pretty smart lady. Uh, somewhat of a progressive, I could say, you nice. know, you could say like for a hundred year old. Yeah. Um, she does or doesn't say the N word? She does not say the N word. She has black friends. Uh, and she, but but that's fine. I say that because she loves letting you like whenever she talks about her black friends. Though she's always like, oh, I was hanging out with so and so the other day. They're black. <laughs> she like, but I think she wants you to know because she's proud that she has black. She's friends. like the dad in Get Out. I, I, yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah. Oh no, I feel like that's like slight like a different version of racism where it's like yeah, I'm but, uber proud of my other ethnic friends. Yeah, but she's a hundred, Steve. Yeah, I mean that's about as woke as she's gonna get. No, I appreciate like, that. She's a hundred, and does she also live in like the like Southern Florida? Where I mean, we're live? we're Central Florida. Central Florida. It's, I mean, it's still Florida, but. You know, you have... It's not all racist pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, they're... It's not the panhandle. Yeah, there are even just, like, central Florida. Like, yeah. or, like, the middle of the state. I mean, we live in central Florida, but, I mean, like, where there's no water or whatever. Like, right. Lake Okeechobee. <laughs> Is there is there like some sort of direct correlation between proximity to water and being racist? I think so. I think it's a thing. Well, I don't know. I think it has something to do with, like... Uh, no, because that's yeah. I had to think about that. No, that's not true. Because I like I know plenty of people that like are out there boating all the time that are super racist and yeah, by the, yeah, yeah. So maybe the, maybe it's a reverse correlation. If you live by the water, you're probably a racist. I just think it's if you live by other racists. <laughs> sure. Wow. You know, like, wow. That and they kind of just they're all I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I mean, you study this stuff, right? Don't you? Or, well, well, let's be clear about what you actually studied, because Chris is like, yeah, my friend's like a black history study. Amazing. And I'm like, are you, I no, you aren't you? Uh... Yeah, I'm a professor of history in African-American studies. Yeah, okay. There you go. That's, that's how you say there it. There you go. It's yeah. eloquent like, the way he says it. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, he's a... Does black, studies, studies black Studies people. black guys. Totally Yeah, He's a pimp. Um, no, I'm not, uh, but I don't study where i don't study these questions of water racism next you should i think there's something there there okay. might be well let's, let's do a joint take a let's, guess. Take let's a do a joint guess. research it also it also might have something to do with where slaves were i don't it, that probably has yeah. a, as a native wisconsinite i can say that there's a lot of racism oh in that's wisconsin. true that is uh although there was some there were some slaves in wisconsin too uh and new york yeah, I uh, yeah, like upstate New York has some of the biggest racists I've ever met. So I should, yeah, I guess I don't know what I'm. I mean, talking the financial about. district is on top of a slave burial ground. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, not the entire financial district, but a lot of it. Oh, okay, cool. A lot of a lot of slaves were sold there. So we're learning stuff. You're gonna learn a lot today. I have a feeling. I well, okay, and this is what I'm trying to do, and we're getting be- and this my listeners want me to get better for some <laughs> reason. Sure. Because like, how, how boring is this going to be when I? You know, when I'm happy and like well, in a good place. But you're probably either going to get better or you're going to kill yourself. So, well, it's only know. two ends of the spectrum. Well, I'll get better and still kill myself. Like, that's kind of, <laughs> you know, still going to drink a lot, going to, you know, occasionally smoke cigarettes. Um, but I've been asking 
our guests a lot on a scale from one to 10, how crazy you think I am. But I don't think that's the right question to ask anymore. I think I'm going to stop asking that because everybody's saying that I'm not crazy. Everyone says he's like a five or a five. They're like, you're not that crazy. You think you're crazier than you are. Yeah. So what I'm going to start asking now while I have you here, and I I do think I've told you this before. I think you're one of the smartest people I know, if not the smartest. Um, (laughs) And on a scale from one to 10, how dumb do you think I am? I also don't think you're very dumb. Oh, come on. I'm dumb. What's the so? What's the scale? One between so one is real dumb and ten is smart. No, ten is dumb. Should like it be a, the other way around? This is like, like a high. reverse IQ test. Dumb about what? Because um, I'm well, dumb about I'm dumb about a lot of things. Uh, I I don't read. Okay. Um, I I'm not a great writer. I have a lot of grammatical errors. So he's not well. My, not I'm well not well read. I'm not well read. Uh, I'm not a great writer. I. Uh, I don't take in information a lot of he's times. He's bad at history. He's probably bad at math. I know certain things. There's certain things I care about. But why, but why are these the markers of what is smart and dumb? Yes. Uh, because these are the things that I would like to improve Chris, on. Chris is basically oh, okay. saying he doesn't think he's book smart. Let's just, I think that's right. a blanket term we can because, and because, look, I actually... Let me just tell you something that I find remarkable about sports fans. And I, I've said this... Over the years, i found it miraculous. There are people, you know, they're like... Blue collar workers, people who go to their day jobs where it just requires them, you know, they have this task they do day in, day out, and they know it very well. And then, you know, but beyond that, it's like, yeah, I don't really, I'm not book smart, I don't read a lot, I don't study things, so on and so forth. But when it comes to sports, I know people who I perceive as like pretty fucking stupid, but can remember the stats of every player on every fucking sports team that they're fans of, even ones they're not fans of. Like, they could tell you any player number, any position of yeah, any I can team do in the NFL. Pretty much. <laughs> but, like, you can retain that knowledge, but you're like, I'm a dumb guy. But you're not a dumb guy because that proves that you're not. It's uh, just what you've chosen to, it's the information you've chosen to take in. Uh, I mean, because, like, so, I mean, like, the thing about, I mean, so, you know, so you is, like, so currently you work as a mover, you've worked doing construction, all these various things. Like, those are skills that yeah. you have, that you are knowledgeable about that other people are dumb about. Like, I would be dumb about being a moving a mover because it's my fucking nightmare, and I never have any desire to know anything more than possible Oh, it's possible great. It's great. It. I love <laughs> it. It's so much fun. <laughs> no, but I mean, but, but I mean, so to take a different example, I mean, so I worked construction for a while, mm-hmm. back about a decade ago. And the guy that I worked for was a was a contractor who was a guy who I would characterize. He's sort of a nightmare for me in terms of people that I would want to associate with. He was a like on the job. It was just him and me on the job site. Yeah, and he would just listen to Rush Limbaugh all this day. Sounds like day. my uncle. Yeah, and so and so <laughs> I I guarantee you that if we really got down to brass tacks, we would disagree about every possible thing. He was completely incurious about anything related to like race or gender, like any of those things that people think of when they think about quote unquote, like smart people or history or any of those sorts of things, but like super, super, super fucking smart about his job and about like how to build a house, like how to make something that sounds like a dumb piece of shit. He's, he was, he was a guy who was really smart about some things and really dumb about other things in the way that every single human is. So I, this is me refusing to answer your question. Okay. Um, but I don't think you're dumb. That's a smart so. guy way to answer that. Way to be. Yeah. You're, uh, a, t- you're a 10. <laughs> you're so, so 10, 10 is dumb. Yeah. Uh, 10 is the dumbest you can be. I don't, I, well, so like, and I think How this comes from, I'm, if 10 is the worst, I think like, 
I'm a seven and a half. I'm going to give myself the half. I, the half okay, is, so that actually begs the question then. What do you think be, you can improve because, on? Well, here's no, back no. to this. I, because I have I was in, and I didn't know this. I was talking to my good friend Alex Robinson, who I've known since third grade. And like we were in different classes, though. And he's like, you've been in all the dumb classes like growing up. You were in all the class for like the LD or whatever shit. Yeah. So like, uh, and like the, I just feel, and growing up in Florida, like, and them being like horrible at education when I grew up, like they just kind of throw these kids away instead of like actually like challenging right. them. They're just, all right, we're going to put them in easier classes and you know. But they also were not, I mean, the, the problem with all of those classes is that they, I mean, there's so many, there's so many issues with those sorts of things, including the fact that they just don't actually try to engage your interests where they are. You know, I mean, it's just like, like sports. <laughs> it's like, well, right. But I mean, like there's way to, there's ways to like make kids interested in math, for example, using sports. Yeah. I mean, like clearly. Right. That's true. I mean, so like, Stats and- I mean, this is more, again, it's not that you're dumb. It's that the educational system. Sucks. They failed me. They did. Uh, you're the child that was left behind. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, and what you, back to your point, Stephen, and what did I can improve on? So, and, and to bring this even back to my father, who my dad hates reading uh, and always like joked about that growing up about how stupid reading is <laughs> like, uh, or just how boring and not stupid, but how boring it is. Yeah. Like he's just like, I hate reading. Like it's, it's really, but the movie's always better. Like he always made that. That was a big joke. He that just he walks liked, out the door and his tongue, like, Amish shirt and his like guitar. He says, I'll be back later. Uh, reading sucks. <laughs> so I always kind of like grew up like, it's like, oh yeah, reading is boring, and I still kind of think it is boring. Yeah. Like it's, it's not fun. Like I don't want to. Like on my day off, I don't want to sit around and read. That's literally uh, all I did today. Uh, I know. I, like, it sounds awful. Yeah, no, it was awesome. <laughs> um, I spent the last couple of hours hanging out at a bar and having but, a beer and reading. But I think if I forced myself to read and like actually like learn something like in in these these damn books maybe like i'll become a a smarter better person i don't know but what is it that you want to learn what is it that you want to know (laughs) you can't read like how to be happy well that's like a self-help book but i don't want to read a self-help book like but if reading is not something that brings you joy then why would you choose that as your vehicle to try to get happy i was thinking we could this could be a new segment where i start a book club on the podcast (laughs) okay uh (laughs) i mean you have a book uh out that just came out that you wrote yeah Uh, that's correct um that's probably gonna make you happy that's probably (laughs) too big of a book for me too how many pages 260 oh that's not that bad it's it's small print um oh, okay it's, like and it's, a, it's a history book so uh, <laughs> you don't need to read it i don't i guess listeners are I, I maybe i need like a uh like a ya novel or something that sure. i should read like that'll be easy for me the hunger Games. i'll just i was thinking like the call of the wild by jack london like <laughs> just you know that books you know that ya books have been written since then <laughs> uh <laughs> that's wait that's can, not <laughs> that's not the most current young adult that, novel that's just the out. only book that it, that's ya though right I think so. I mean, I mean that's it, like kind of, I was just trying to think of books that you might read in middle school, and like I, what I think the curriculum is read Harry Potter. Yeah. I don't like the. I, I've seen the movies. I didn't really like the story. Nah, but I also don't think reading fiction necessarily will improve your intelligence. It'll, but I like the Call I, of the Wild. Read, I think that was that could be a good book. I'll I'll start reading it, and we'll talk about it each. But it sounds week. like you've already read it. 
I've seen the movie. Uh, <laughs> so okay. you're gonna cheat. <laughs> you're gonna cheat. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna read we, books that you've already so seen. So it's just a task that you're just not gonna follow up. on? Yeah. Wow. Well, what else? We'll just, well it, it'll be my book club where I haven't gotten around to the book yet. <laughs> and it's like just every, just book, 45 minutes of silence on the podcast. The book yeah. club will just be uh, books that you said you were gonna read that you didn't read. Uh, okay. so every we'll, week it's a new one. Next week, we'll check back in on The Call of the Wild <laughs> by Jack London. Make Is that who wrote it? It's Jack London. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. You can get it. I mean, so, I mean, tomorrow you're flying. You can uh, read it on the plane. What's it about? Do you know? I don't remember. I did it's see the movie. Years. We watched the movie in middle school. I know it's about a wolf. A what? A wolf. A wolf. <laughs> what you're, is you're, you're teetering on that edge of not getting the L in. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a wolf. What sound does a wolf make? Wait, Chris, no, is wolf? <laughs> wolf? Wolf. Wolf. That's what I said. I said wolf. Well, Steve, Steven is also kind of making it into the plural without the S, though. <laughs> wolf. He's also dumb. Wolverine. Steve, you're dumb, too. What uh, do you base that on, Chris? I don't what, know. Do you think you're smarter than Chris? I don't think Ooh. it's fair to compare. Okay. I think we're I going... would say, like, to your point, I would say that everyone is, uh, has a, their intellect is kind of varies per their skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He knows how to do this. I'm not really, right. like, set I'm not really up the big microphone. into brain teasers, you know. I'm not really big into puzzles. I like puzzles, but I get mad when I can't figure them out. Yeah. But, you know, I like all this cool tech shit, the internet. Oh, you know what I what hate? What do you do for day jobs, do you? Oh, uh, I edit film and commercials. Cool. So like As the, a listener of the podcast, I've always wondered. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm a technical. I'm a technical slash creative. Okay, person. that's no one gives a shit. <laughs> well, maybe you can learn. This is also. From me. This is also. Right. This, this was a trick question because oh. I just wanted to provoke. A live, yeah, this, a live uh, version of Wealthy Melting Down know, about uh, Stephen talking too much. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, you're doing it. He it's does. working. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So I think, I think we should get into a little bit here of your actual relationship with Simon. And I think we should talk about, uh, talk about, I want you to talk about Chris's highs and lows. I think it's important for the viewers to know, for someone who's pretty much a childhood friend, no? Uh, we met like early 20s. Okay. Like, I think, I feel like we met... Well, I'm uh, a couple years older than you, but yeah, probably 10 years ago. Uh, well, like my last, I think we met my last year in Wisconsin that I lived there, but then I go back every August and then oh yeah, okay. uh, to the fest, and then you come up to New York, we've hung out a few times. Yeah. So so um, what's it been like for you to watch Wealthy as a human being? Because it actually seems to me like you and I have known Wealthy almost the same amount of time. Okay. Because uh, I moved in with Wealthy nine years ago or so, so we've known about the same time, so I've seen a lot of change in him, as I'm sure you have. So I'm curious what you think, uh, what was he like when you first met him, and how have you seen him evolve or devolve since then? I've always been a drunk. Well, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a weird, it's, I mean. So, I look better, you could say that. Well, you, you look great. Don't put words yeah. in his mouth. You look great. We gotta Jeez, say that. Yeah. Well, I'm just I mean, stating both, the facts. Both of us have lost a lot of hair since then. Ooh, that is but true. Chris lost weight, I gained weight. Um, but I mean, I mean, the, so the weird thing is that, like, I only see Chris, other than, again, since I started coming to New York for work, like, up, so up until a couple of years ago, I never really saw Chris, um, except for that one long weekend in August, where it literally begins with us meeting at a bar that rents canoes at 11 a.m. on a Thursday. It's a great bar, Rockton at, Bar. Uh, Rockton, shout right. out to the Rockton Bar. Yeah. Probably a lot of loyal listeners at the Rockton Bar. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> um, they didn't even have Wi-Fi out there, or <laughs> no, cell service, no. or 
Sorry, no. go on. But you can get a beer for like two bucks. Yeah. Um, it sounds but, like a summer love you guys have. Oh, it is. I, it, yeah, it is. Uh, this is where I said I wanted my... When your cousin asked me where my my one day, like my perfect day, it would be in... At the, it would be hanging out with these guys. He's one of one of the first. Day date with Simon. With a date and, <laughs> well, and, and other and a, friends and a bunch of other a bunch of other friends from around yeah. there. Well, you got but, Duck, you got Casey, yeah. Travis. Happy birthday, Travis! It is Travis's birthday. Yeah. A lot of beautiful boys, huh? There's some gals too. They're all married yeah. though. Um, We're back to your story. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, I mean, I should. So, so the people you just listed, there's some loyal listeners. Hey guys. Casey said uh, that independently wealthy quote unquote rocks. Oh, wow. He's a father of two small children, so yeah. His, yeah. his ideas about what's fun may be skewed at this point. They should yeah. some, he should write us a review if he right? likes it. Casey, write that review. Rocks. If you know how, just, just write. It rocks. <laughs> Please. Uh, Need more uh, Walter Hall like reviews. Yeah. Are a lot of them Steve heads? Yeah, there's there. a fa- the last three have all been more. Is Steve that just West. trolling? It's trolling. I don't know. It's or is it you setting up dummy accounts, Stephen? You know, <laughs> it could. It would be a good ploy by me for to be like creating all these. It's games. actually me to start, <laughs> oh. to start the feud. Wow, uh, well, we'll never just know. So will you have we? Fun yeah, to yeah. talk about. But so, I mean, so when I see, so up until I started being able to see Chris out of that context, basically the entire time I knew Chris was just. We would get together for this three-day-long dream weekend in, in southern Wisconsin where we like nobody had any cell service. You just hang out. You listen to music. You drink beers. You have fun. And so... I'm usually I, pretty fun. I'd say fun. 90% of the time. I, I would I'm say... I, like that. Was, I think that was why last year was sort of shocking was because you were not fun. And usually you're... Because usually that's your happy place. Get into yeah. it. I want to hear this story. We got to hear this welt down. I just... No, the I, listeners no, deserve. I wasn't even really around for it that much because I was I, like I'm. I've been involved in the past couple of years with uh, with booking some of the festival. That's not the case anymore. But so I was off doing other things. But it was just that. I mean, so it was really, really soon after you had broken up with. I don't know. No, it was man, like but, six months before. Okay. <laughs> but, but, well, but you it were all seem like it, it was yesterday. But you know, I'm but sure. you were also in this. Re- you were in that super unhealthy moment where, where you were like still like. Like, I remember when I was in New York shortly before that, you were, like, dog-sitting for oh, her yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> the famous get stories. Those, get those pathetic moments in there. <laughs> well, oh, boy. But, it, you know, so so it was clear that it was just, like, not a great moment in time for you. And then being in this space where you're, like, you know, we're all binge drinking. There's no access to to, like, you can't. Like, if you're wanting to know, if you're wanting to, like, be able to see if she's trying to get in touch with you, you can't because there's no cell service. Yeah. So it's just, like, you're sort of hung out to dry without any sort of access to, like, the information that you want. I think that most and, people would actually find that kind of a relief. Yes, they would. Because most look, people would. Because a lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to block my ex, I'm going to block him, I'm going to talk to him, blah, blah, blah. So when you're in this situation, when you, when it's, again, we bring this up all the time on the pod... Uh, when things are taken out of your control, sometimes you find it easier to 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 get over things because you know you you have no there's nobody to blame. But I think it was too, and for me, like, I, and and I was in that moment. But then as I was drinking more, and like how much we fucking drink on this trip, yeah, it just started like piling on instead of like it making it more fun and like it being like 
oh, it's out of my control. I can have a good time. I was just like, no, I wish this person was here or, right. uh, you know, like, because this is like my favorite place to be. And no, you know. I mean, that, that's exactly right. I mean, and I, you know, I mean, and so, I mean, I've actually, I've been there um, and I've literally been in that same space where, so the, on top of the ridge looking for cell service to call your ex-girlfriend. Not to call my ex-girlfriend, but I literally, <laughs> so, so I'm, I wasn't even trying to call. I was just, so, well, what, but at one point, didn't you like get a text and you had enough service to see that she had sent a text, but you couldn't, you didn't have enough service to actually open the text. It like some, it was something like that. It was like, she messaged me on Instagram Oh, okay. and then, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it was like nothing like it was meaning i got all worried and it was just like her saying hi or something sure like but 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 i mean i but when i was so there so i'm i'm thankfully now happily engaged um but congratulations thank you but they but so the previous relationship to this um i got I, i broke up with her in april after like three or four years and then Larry Fest happened in August and we had been like, we'd gone to Larry Fest together. This woman and I had gone to Larry Fest uh, together for years. And so it was just that moment of, it was a perfect storm of me just like being happy and hanging out with friends, but still completely bummed out. And so I remember this super, I mean, like you want to talk about yourself as being a real sad boy, but I remember I have a distinct memory of walking up the ridge one of those mornings, not drunk. I was just like needing to get away from people, needing my own space and just listening to a frightened rabbit song about a breakup over and over and over again on this walk. And it was like, in hindsight, the most pathetic image I can possibly imagine. But also like walking up the ridge to try to see if like, maybe she had been, maybe she was texting me because she'd been thinking about me or something like that because it was Larry Fast. Yeah. Of course she wasn't because she had moved on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I, mean, I guess the moral women- of the story is they've always just moved on. Right. Yeah. Women are better at you. it. They're yeah, never texting on. you. It's never what you think. Well, she texted me shortly thereafter to tell me that she was pregnant with somebody else. Oh, child. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I got you to text you that while you're at Larry Fest. No, no, no. But she texted me while I was on a solo camping trip in the Blue Ridge Mountains to try to get away from, to, to like try to get, like clear my head. And I was just like, the last words I ever said to her, it was just a text and response was, good luck. Yeah. Well, that's so nice of you to say. Was it sarcastic or? It was very, very sarcastic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's like, well, your life's over. Uh, Congratulations. (laughs) Chris, what was the last text message you sent your ex-girlfriend? I just said, I'm sorry, goodbye. Oh, so at least everyone's saying sarcastic. It wasn't like... I'm sorry. I wasn't sarcastic. I was mad. I was upset that I had like been mean and like said nasty stuff instead of just like walking away from the situation and uh that like bugs me because i'm not that person that's literally, I'm not that's a, literally the last thing you said to her yeah You've never spoken to her since you said that to her no congratulations buddy you're on the you're on the road to recovery hey you hear that i'm good i'm doing well this is you changing I'm changing. I'm going to read yeah. The Call of the Wild by Jack London. <laughs> you are, <laughs> you are a, a, a caterpillar and you're going into your cocoon state now. Uh, yeah, sure. That's, <laughs> that sounds great. You get to sleep a lot in a cocoon. Yes, this is your perfect, this is the perfect metaphor for you. I do I, sleep a lot at Larry You Post are too. Uh, in a cocoon. You do. I, I get, the, I like, the, they always make fun of me because I sleep more than anyone there. <laughs> Steven, have you ever seen a Chris Balti hangover? 
Have I ever? Oh, you guys lived together. I lived with Chris <laughs> for three years. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me tell you, this this is so picturesque. I would just come home sometimes. In the well, we've had it on the pod too. It's I've been hungry. No, I, I'm talking. Oh yeah, like, I'm but talking I'm like old school wealthy like hangovers. I would come in. We had we had two couches. This like kind of suede softish <laughs> cloth couch, and then we had this like leather fucking couch. I used to come into the living room and wealthy. It'd be like three o'clock in the afternoon. Wealthy would be in his underwear. Like drenched in sweat, sticking to the couch. And My like, happy place. Oh, oh, hey Steve, you need me to move? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I, it's okay. And he always just looks so fucking I'd, terrible. Well, I moan a lot when I'm hungover. Like that. <laughs> this I know. That, yeah. that makes me feel better. You would just hear. Uh, so our our just, apartment didn't have. Um, not all the bedrooms had. Um, all, all the walls. like I had a curtain for a door. He had a curtain. So oh, okay. just the general's w- tent, we called it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you would just... Sometimes Why? Because it was up. like a maroon curtain. That, like, okay. <laughs> sometimes you'd just be singing in your room and you'd, oh, and you'd just hear the moans of Chris Walty trying to like, get out of his hangover. But I'm just like... It'd be like 5 o'clock in the afternoon or it could be 11 a.m. And it's just moans coming from his room. And it was all just sad hangover moans. But I want to backtrack. So you just lay around in common areas in your underwear? Yeah, I I don't think I laid in my. You are probably such like, a liar. I would well, say, I don't remember, Stephen. I would I say think, you and your underwear on that couch were like a pair, match made in heaven. All right. Well, I mean, I, I know I laid and on the couch. I do pass your, out on the couch a lot. It's you'd sit bad. there with your big mixing bowl of rice and beans with top ramen seasoning. Yeah, like, you'd love bringing this up. Like that was all the time. Like I. It was. That all wasn't the time. my hangover meal. It was, oh, what was your hangover meal? I please? usually like would get like a. That's when I would eat hot and ready pizzas. Oh, I'm sorry. So when I moved out of the apartment, there was maybe 20 yeah, hot and ready. we've talked about this before, 20 Steven. hot and ready boxes stacked you're, on top of the fridge. You're bringing up old stories, I know, Steven, but I have to reiterate to Simon in case he's not. He listens. I've, I've heard. I've oh. heard. All right. And he gets it. He gets it. Uh, so yes, but this but, is, that's like an indefensible. Here's wait, the thing. Oh, when I'm hungover, I want... And I'm miserable. I want everyone else to be miserable and feel as bad as I do. <laughs> so you thought Steve seeing you in your underwear on the couch would replicate? How well, I don't. I don't think I was in my underwear. I you think were I, definitely in your underwear. Were you uh, around at the? I won't say his last name, just in case that it involves any future employers. But were you at that Larry Fest when Lee passed out in his tent and his balls were hanging out? He <laughs> <laughs> can't say his last name. We don't know. Do we know two Lees? Uh, you can't specify I, I, which not, Lee. Uh, <laughs> okay, it starts but, with an L. Uh, uh, um, the one you would imagine the story. Yeah, yeah, about. yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, so he had his. He passed out in his tent with the with the fly, the fly with a fly completely open, and his shorts had ridden up so much that his balls were just <laughs> hanging out for all to see. That's great. I uh, and because but because no one had any. I mean, not that we needed to take photos of this, I guess, but it would be great to have for for future generations. Make a T-shirt out of it. Yeah, but uh, but so no one got a picture of it, but it was pretty remarkable. Oh man, that's uh, that's pretty great. Uh, I had never done that there. I I mean, I've thrown up a bunch. Sure. <laughs> I like, like usually like it's usually like so so Friday. I, it goes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then. Thursday, you kind of do like the low key thing. We go canoe and then we go, you know, we go out drinking, try to take it easy. Friday's the night that I always go the hardest, which is yeah. a big mistake <laughs> because you have a whole nother day to like party or whatever. And then, so Saturday morning, I'm just fucking miserable till about, I don't know, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. It takes me like all day to recuperate. I'll like nurse a bush light for six hours. Uh, and it just, 
It doesn't have, and like, I don't want people to talk to me. I'll right. take about three or four naps. <laughs> uh, that's not going to happen it this year. Like I'm going to try to be fun the entire time. Uh, that's what I understand goals. Larry Fest to be your happy place. Now I get it. This is your dream. To be it, hug over and <laughs> happy at the same, same time. time. Yeah, very rare occasion, but. Yeah, I mean, and it's, you know, there's, I mean, there's music going on. There, I mean, it is nice that you, like, it is a break from all sorts of reality. I would yeah. Say. I mean, unless you seek out reality by doing what you and I have both done, which is seeking contact yeah. with exes. But like, <laughs> but there's, but organically, it's a total break from reality in the sense that there's just no, you know, there's no responsibilities really. There's no, you know, I was going to say there's no consequences for your actions, but that's not totally accurate. Um, <laughs> yeah. But there's just, you know, there's a What's lot of... What's the worst thing that's ever happened to either one of you at Larry Fest? Uh, I... Uh, I mean, last year I was pretty bad, and then, but probably some questionable hookups, maybe. At Larry <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a big thing. <laughs> I want to hear more about Well, this. I don't know if I know this. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's one, I mean, there's been good ones, too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, It was always hook up at Larry Fest? There's been a few. Okay, go, uh, go on, But go there on. was, like, one, one time once where, and... Uh, if Travis is listening, he'll like this one where I uh, hooked up with one of the uh, the uh, pe- one of the gals that takes care of the garbage. <laughs> and, uh, at the best. Do you know who I'm talking about? Wait, you know her? I don't think garbage so. Okay, because yeah, literally a garbage lady, <laughs> a volunteer. Was she, that, ask, was she asking you for your garbage? Uh, your maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, but I think Travis may I don't know. Oh, I could be wrong. The not the same year. Oh, the, the same, same the girl? Same, not the same year. But the same think, woman, though? Yeah, I think so. I oh, could be wrong. Is this the woman that put him in a headlock? <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> well, we all know that Chris likes to be abused by women, so she's like, take it or leave it. Uh, I'll take it. Have you heard this story about Travis? That this woman put it... So this is a woman that, that our friend Travis... I don't know if she hooked up with him or not, or he, he hooked up with her or not, but... At one point during this weekend around the bonfire, she put him in a headlock and then told him that he looked like a tall, white Kevin oh, Hart. Yeah, I remember <laughs> this, this thing. Yeah, I do remember that. I forgot all and, about and, that. And, and yeah, no, It makes no sense. It makes absolutely yeah, yeah. no sense. A tall, white Kevin Hart. That sounds like something somebody, some white woman would, from Wisconsin would say. Yeah. yeah. While putting someone in a headlock. Yeah. That's probably the garbage lady. <laughs> the, I hope that you and Travis at this year's Larry Fest fight over her. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. You can uh, also just have a threesome and call it a day. There you go. Um, Actually, hey. Chris Wilde says he's never been in a threesome, and he would love to by the time he dies. Really? Did I, when did I say that? Last episode. Uh, I don't remember. I would, it'll never happen. That's something that, Anything know. can happen, Chris. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm also... Uh, if you're going to Florida this weekend, it can definitely happen. There's plenty that. of garbage hey, women hey, down there. Hey, your grandmother's 100th birthday party. Yeah. You can make the garbage... Is that my cousin? <laughs> Ooh, who's that lady taking out the recycling? Are you sure I'm not related to her? Uh... You know, it's a nice volunteer. She cares about the environment. She yeah, wants to clean up the... She gets into the festival for free. I think that's the deal. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. But so are you going to hit her up this year? Uh, I, I generally try to avoid her. You have her number? Okay. Uh, I don't think she has a number. I don't think she has... <laughs> She's a garbage uh, lady. She, she comes and goes to the festivals. Um, have you ever brought a woman to Larry Fest? No, I've come close. Okay. That was the other year that I was very sad. Uh, was 
uh, I was going to bring my girlfriend that broke up with me two weeks before. Mm. This must be the girl that I never met, the blonde one. She wasn't blonde, but you did meet her. You might actually you might have never met her. MJ? Um, no, no, this was before her. Yeah, um, yeah. And she was supposed to go with me, and like we were gonna do a big trip, like where we go there, and then we were gonna fly to Boston, and then I was gonna meet her family. And I think like on that time, she's like, I don't know if I should introduce this guy to my family. <laughs> Chris, I'm sensing a pattern uh, in your relationships. Whenever you go, whenever you travel with these ladies, everything seems to fall apart. Or whenever that's, I've only traveled with one one gal. And how did that go? It was not good. Uh, but that's for another another pod story. Okay. We'll bring that up some other time. Fair enough. You gotta um, keep your listeners hanging. Yeah, we gotta we gotta have stuff to talk about because boy. Uh, you can only talk about hangovers and uh, I have a really heartaches. Sweet. So much. heartaches and hangovers would have been better to say. That's a George Jones song. I really fucked that up. Yeah, I'll switch well, it, gears for one second. There's sure. one story I just realized I really wanted to tell about me and Chris's friendship, and I think it speaks volumes to why we're here today. Stephen's talking too much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Hey, come on, no, Simon. And, okay, so back in the day when Chris was was shaving his head. I he, still shave my head. He also had a lot of back hair. So I still have a lot of back hair. Every once in a while, Chris would ask me to shave the space between his neckline and his back hair. And I would shave that space. You did that for me. I did that Did for you me. really? I love you, buddy. Oh, man. What a good roommate. Just, just to give the listeners a visual, since this is an audio medium, Steve was literally leaning on yes. <laughs> when he was telling that story. He loves doing that. I get so upset when he touches me. <laughs> well, it's, it's no way for me to get really personal with yeah. you, Chris. But thank you for doing that. I can do that myself now. I always could. I just wanted to see how far you would go. <laughs> wow. You just really wanted to, <laughs> to degrade him. <laughs> yeah. wow. Come shave my back. I mean, that really is the relationship. Our relationship. Feed me some grapes. <laughs> Shave my back. Uh, uh, I don't even know what your back looks like these days. Looks the same. <laughs> looks the exact same. Um, man, what uh, do you got in your notebook? Because I know I do have. Out. I have one more. We talked about. Actually, I realized like a lot of this is like the again like I wrote down like a couple of the same things over <laughs> and over, over again. Over um, but I do, and I think this is a good note to get off. Get off on. Uh, Wrong words. Get off get, in what way? Hey, um, I re- as I I said that I'm like someone's gonna. Well, your notebook says I am get out of here. I am getting better, and he just fucked that up. Stephen, God damn it! You're not supposed to look at my notes. You never said that. Uh, that's why I try to scribble so you can't read it. <laughs> um, but as a uh, professor of African American studies, sure. I I realize that I've, I've been saying African American studies professor, <laughs> and that sounds like like. People will be like, oh, he's having an African-American on. <laughs> like <that's, laughs> but you have to like... I did spec- think Simon was African-American. Like this one time... I'm, I'm mixed. Okay. Oh. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Jesus. Oh, okay. Uh, um, but It's one of many things in mix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, we're all mixed, right? I'm, okay, I'll stop. Okay, edit that out. <laughs> um, but as a... Professor of African American studies. <laughs> um, how in listening to this pod, like how much of the time are you just like Jesus? This guy has no real problems. Uh, this is all just like fucking bullshit. That's easily fixable. Uh, he's really got nothing to worry about. Like these aren't. They're not real problems. They're they're just made up in, in his head. 
And oh, look, we all have problems, man. I mean, it's not like you're not. There's a difference between having between like having problems that are built into the structure of society versus just like having problems. Yeah, like we all have problems, but that's and like you're entitled to like have problems and wrestle with them. I yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I'm just like a fucking sad pussy white guy that you're launching this podcast at a, at a uniquely bad time yeah no it is bad I yeah mean, <laughs> i like i know that you reference this at some point but i i mean i text and i do truly like the podcast which yeah why i listen to it but i mean i did text chris at one point and said this is just what the world needs another opportunity for a straight white guy to talk about his problems yeah <laughs> and, and but and i don't want this to be that like but, but you're a straight white guy who needs to talk about his problems. <laughs> yeah. Chris, well, we don't know if I'm straight yet. We've also <laughs> figured. Gay, and then it won't be. Well, this, yeah, is, an, we this is another thing that I think this is what's problematic about this whole. Like, this is one of the things that I would say is problematic about the yeah. podcast. So your whole I'm 10 percent gay thing. Yeah. Problematic. That is problematic. <laughs> it's problematic because of the way that you approach it. Because I think that you're right. I mean, I think in the way that, like, you know sexual orientation is completely fluid and you know well chris didn't a, say that our gay guest did well, no chris self-identified <laughs> as 10 percent gay yeah yeah i am i think i'm even more now well uh, but, but but go but, on no but so but so so what you said was you said you think you're 10 percent gay and then you said i think everybody's 10 percent gay at least at least a, a, yeah. a at least a percent maybe i think everybody's at least five percent okay but so, some, some percentage. So, the, so the, but the way that you had said it before was that you you're ten percent gay and you think everybody's ten percent gay, which is essentially you your way of saying that you think you're the least gay. Yeah, <laughs> you're the least gay gay person. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I, I'm curious. That is a good. But yeah, that is. A- Simon, I'm curious as an intellectual. Ooh. What is your interest in listening to this pod aside from the fact that you know wealthy? What keeps your attention? I really like, I mean, I, I, most of the, other than knowing me, if you didn't know me too. Yeah. I mean, most of the podcasts that I listen to are comedy podcasts, I would say. Um, so you're on it for the jokes. I, yeah. I mean, I, I find, I, I find the jokes genuinely good. I mean, I think that it's a, I think that it's a, like, it's fun to just hear people engage in conversations that are off, like often pretty meaningful and deep. I mean, like, even though you're talking about problems that you think you maybe shouldn't be able to talk about, like. I think it's, you know, you're, you're actual, you're actually like being sort of vulnerable by just launching a podcast in which you talk about sadness. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but you also do it in a funny way. Uh, And it's, I mean, and that's what I think is, you know, I mean, somebody compared you to Eeyore, right? Oh, somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Many people. Many people. But I mean, you're like a funny version of Eeyore. Oh, man. Uh, Eeyore's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like, uh, and and, and it's funny too, like talking about this pod being and how it has turned into this sadness and embracing the sadness, whatever. I've been going on a lot of dates recently. Didn't you have one a couple of days ago? I had one a couple of days ago. And I really liked her and I thought it was going well. And like, you know, we had like four or five drinks together, hung out for a couple hours, uh, and then like we left. Didn't really hug. Didn't didn't get the uh, good night smooch or anything. <laughs> uh, and then, but I'm like, yeah, I'd like to hang out again. And then just nothing. And I thought it was going well, but then like you said that in person or via text afterwards. Uh, both. Yeah, yeah. And 
But anyways, like I brought up the pod, like because you know it comes up, like yeah, I do comedy, I have a podcast, <laughs> and, and she was then, like, I totally uh, know your podcast, me and all my well, friends listen. No, to it. <laughs> but it's like, it's like I don't like. It's more like, oh, what's the last? Like, what's your podcast called? And I'm like, I don't really want to tell you. Like, I don't want. Chris, to. I actually sure. think that anybody who date and you want to date seriously. Will probably listen to the podcast, and they will like the podcast because if someone didn't like the podcast, they're sure as fuck not going to like you. Well, that's I think a that's good a good point. I think that's a, that's a great point. point. Uh, so don't try wow, to hide Steven it. with a good point out of nowhere. Very rarely. Uh, that's two tonight, but the first yeah. one came before we started to record. Oh, really? What was it? What was it? About the release date. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, this will come out on Memorial Day, which is a bad idea. Because no, one... like, no one's going to look at their phone on Memorial Day. Hey, who's sitting around the barbecue Chris, today? Chris doesn't know how podcast release listening, work. <laughs> listening to Independently Wealthy with all your good friends. There's nothing like, uh, you know, uh, thanking a veteran of, of war by listening to Independently Wealthy. <laughs> while barbecuing some ribs, eating some cheeseburgers. Do you think your dad will uh, put it on at the family barbecue? Oh, oh God. Yes. I hope they don't Does know. Your dad, have you talked to your dad about this? Uh, you he doesn't know. He doesn't even know how to text. Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine Mark Wealthy knowing yeah. what a podcast is. Um, but back to this, I had a fucking point. That I, oh, yeah, so like, she asked, she's like, oh, what's your podcast? And then like we were talking, I'm like, it's about myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I love, like, and then like right there, like it's like, it's like oh, you know I'm pretty open. I talk about depression and anxiety and uh, uh, maybe you shouldn't. It, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't that say that. I realize comedy it's, podcast about me. Yeah, and no, you should say it's about me, and then people would maybe be like, <laughs> but it's fine. I'm gonna keep going on these dates. I'm not, you know, even if because you never one, tell me about your dates. Yeah, because they're whatever, like. I'm not thrilled about going on dates. Like it's not fun. It's expensive. You gotta. Are you a are you a pay for everything guy? I try. I do, but in hoping that they'll offer to buy a round. Sure. And then when they don't buy a, a next round, at least one round, then I'm like, well, we'll never work. It won't work out. Yeah. Like you should I, just uh, keep like moths in your wallet, so then when they go to pay and you open it, little moths Steve, fly out, and then like, oh, I got it, Welty. I got it. Good joke. <laughs> Good fucking joke, Stephen. I'm trying um, here. I'm trying. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to make jokes. You can just make the good points I like you did funny. before. I thought it was funny. Uh, I left. All right, whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And I'm not trying to like get into anything serious. I don't want to like a real relationship for a while. I want to like work do you tell, on. My... Do you tell women this? Um, I try to. Uh, it's hard to like be like. Hey, I want to hook up, but I also am not looking for anything. Do we have like, time? To, where are we at? We got a little bit we of time. time. We got, what, yeah, we got a few minutes. Me, to, well, no, because I, as somebody who has who is lucky enough to avoid completely the online dating scene. Yeah. Like, can you signal that to people on these dating? Because sure. you're meeting these women on. Yeah, events, you right? can put it your on profile. the the yeah. thing on your profile, like where it just not says, looking like, for anything serious. Women are so exhausted by this that yeah. women now are putting on their profile. Not here for hookup. That's how frequently oh, really? they come across it. Maybe not. Maybe it's not transparent at the beginning in their pro and dudes' profiles. But I think they come across it so much in person. They're really excited about somebody, and then at the end of the day, they're like, "You can come back to my place." So I think they're probably sick of hearing that. So that's why they have to now be transparent about that. But wealthy. Oh, this, interesting. I, I, uh, I'm I also curious. Go on. Do you actually think that dating period is good for you right now? Don't you think like having some alone time is actually probably better for you than telling people? But I've had enough alone time. That's what all people who have enough alone time say. 
And but you've uh, marinated on your past relationship for what a year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what what's the? I but mean, also, like I I don't know. Like I want to. He's not over his ex girlfriend. I'm getting there. Exactly. Until you've gotten there. I was there. It's not fair to you or to girls. I mean, I was close, but like... I don't think that's true. My fiance got me over my last relationship. Interesting. I mean, and that's not to say that I was looking for her to do that, but it was completely unexpected. Yeah, and and that's and was... that's the thing too. It's like I'm not looking for anything, and if I go out and date, and like maybe you could still have a good time and enjoy someone's company, and who knows, maybe I'll start to like them or whatever. You and... know, what the trick probably is to this, and I found this. In dating. And I think it's a good advice, so don't look at me with those eyes. I, <clears throat> I think the good advice is to say nothing about what you're in, what you're looking for. Because I actually found that the expectations are the killer of all interest in relationships. Because if you just let it go and you just – if you enjoy someone's company and they enjoy yours, you just keep hanging out. And then it's – when people used to ask me what I'm looking for to date, I would just say, <clears throat> I'm just looking for someone to spend my time with who I like hanging out with and we'll go from there. Because I feel like when you put expectations on yourself or on other people – you're bound to be disappointed because what if someone really likes you, but but you're only down for a hookup? Then they can't really actually be themselves to actually like you in the way they want to because you've already put this wall up. So I think you should just be like, yeah, I'm just here to hang out and spend some time and have some fun. I think you should not say, yeah, I'm only looking for fucking. No, I wouldn't say that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Pa- I'm I know. But no, like that's. Yeah, I'm not just like, hey, I'm just here to fuck. Like, but you're, you know, I mean, because you're also looking for, like, to interact with people, right? Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It just... It's fun to have sex. I don't... I, not a <laughs> controversial statement. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not actually that sad. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> most, the, 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 uh, most of the times it's been terrible that I've had sex, to be honest. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was a sure. late bloomer, so. That's, that's also why I'm, like, just trying to, yeah, being a late bloomer and, like, not wanting to, to get in anything seriously right now. I'm just trying to get out there and date as much as possible. And if I do, As much as possible. If I come across someone that's great and, like, can, you know, handle the welt dog, uh, I wish I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I wish I didn't phrase that that way. I think you should say that on your date. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Uh, my name's Chris. I prefer to be called the Welt Dog. Can you handle this? Can you hand? Can you handle it? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We're getting better though. I'm pretty but, sure. But now you're using we to describe yourself. Because that opens up a whole new line of inquiry. We, <laughs> as in the the wealthy universe, the podcast <laughs> is gonna get better. I don't know if you heard how great that introduction was. Uh, that was the smoothest to, one. That yet. was the smoothest I've one. Yet. I just want all the listeners to know that that was smooth in one take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was not the second time we did it. Um, <laughs> I needed that Bud Light Lime to kick in. Um, all right. Well, we're pretty much uh, we're pretty much there. I think we covered some stuff. Uh, normally, I try to give advice to to our our guests. No, but you should, Simon. What do you uh, do? You want any advice? Yeah. How can so you sleep a lot and I have insomnia? So how can I treat that? Oh God. Um, well, I have insomnia too. Oh, you it's do? just yeah. I just sleep on the couch. So I think the trick is, is what you got to do when you're up all night, instead of like doing stuff during the day, you got to go home, you got to put on like sports center or something. Uh, You don't smoke weed. You should try smoke weed. And actually, I'm one of those people that actually, I think weed has the opposite effect. We might be smoking the wrong kind. You got to find CBD I hear. Or try CBD. 
Okay. There's what no it, what THC. Eli, in Eli it. said that weed gives him anxiety, but CBD makes him feel good. Yeah. Oh, I did. I hear that. Yeah. So maybe give that a try. Okay. Sit on the couch instead of doing anything like any work or whatever. Just TV. No, no books. No, whatever. And then <laughs> no zone books. out. He doesn't like. Yeah. Them. No learning. Just Sports Center. Learning gives you insomnia. Stare at it. So you just got to stare at a TV screen. And then you start to nod off on the couch. And then, I mean, but this involves sleeping during the day, which I don't know is... It's not We're talking about me. taking like a three or four hour nap yeah. <laughs> at 3 p.m., which I don't know is I just need to sleep good advice. Um, uh, yeah, maybe, uh, have you tried pills? <laughs> <laughs> you want to look, maybe look into pills? We're we talking about some extreme downers? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just, you can just drink yourself to what's, sleep. Get some yeah. Ambient. That's supposed to be. I'm really, really not into the idea of like getting hooked on. Once you start medica- medicating, yeah, yeah that, that stuff's supposed to be real healthy and safe, uh, right? Nobody's um, ever, nobody's ever died from doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, good. Get the pills, TV. Okay. So um, sleep. So sleep whenever I want during the middle sleep, of the day. Yeah, sleep during the day. Okay. Um, well, we're gonna wrap this up. You wanna? Uh, did we wrap? Did we do that too hard? Did we, no, we get this into is the, the wrap time. Up this too is hard? when Simon mentions his book. Uh, and... Yeah, plug your book, man, to yeah. our our listeners. If any listeners are interested, I they would pub- be interested. I published a book that Wealthy pledged not to read. <laughs> I'm gonna read it. I gotta read the Call of the Wild first. <laughs> I gotta build up so to they that. Work, they work well in sequence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> call the, we don't recall what Call of the Wild is about. My book is about policing. <laughs> Uh, it's called Occupied Territory. It just came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, that's about all I can have. Can you get it on Amazon? Yeah. Where can you get you it? You can get it on Amazon. You can order it through Barnes & Noble or Target or wherever you... I, they don't... Because I'm very vain, I stopped into the Strand and Barnes & Noble in Midtown yesterday and a couple other bookstores and none of them have it. So if you're, <laughs> so if you're in New York, you're going to have to order it You should online. like resell just, just new Just do Amazon anyways. Let's close down these bookstores. <laughs> Let's just order everything order online. Order it through your goddamn local bookstore. You should just please. resell some of your new copies of the book to the Strand so they take it off your hands and they stock it. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I actually, with the publicist that I work with, I tried to set up something at the Strand in terms of like a book event and not a lot of response from them about this. Oh, <laughs> that's why I don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> right there is why I don't go to the what Strand. Book, what bookstore are you going to buy Call of the Wild at? Um, oh, shoot. I'll probably just steal it from the library. Okay. <laughs> you know that's just called borrowing from the library. No, I don't, have a, tip. I don't have a library card. I'm just going to go just, take it. It's free. It's free, man. It's free. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll have to look into that. You can also, <laughs> also rent CDs and DVDs from Ooh. the library. Um, what do you got, uh, Lambertini? Do you have anything to, to plug? Come nope. On. Okay, uh, good. <laughs> um, wow, one day I'm going to just do a whole show that's plugging. Um, I have shows coming up uh, next month uh, here in New York City. I don't know where. Um, well, I do. I have them written down. I don't know the dates. But, hey, check out my Instagram, Chris Welty. I'll post them all on there. Uh, also, follow Independently Welty on Instagram as well. Uh, rate and review on iTunes. You Can hear you... that, Casey? Yeah, Casey. It rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you know how to do that. <laughs> Write that review. Please, please, if you're listening to this, review, rate. Like, that helps us out. It makes me feel better. Um, 
you know, write us an email if you have any questions, if you have any good YA books that I can, uh, that you recommend for me. <laughs> anything, uh, anything that's been published since, since 1905. Jack, Jack London's <laughs> early 1900s. You <laughs> call the <laughs> um, At independentlywealthypod at gmail.com. Uh, also, please Venmo me. I'm broke and I need money and I'm poor. The correct and Chris Welty. The Welty. correct Chris Welty at Chris-Welty on Venmo. Send me Wait, all your money. People have been sending. No one has sent me. We money. don't know. We don't. People have been oh yeah, if they've been sending to the it to the wrong Chris Welty. Yeah, I don't think there's another one. But if you were sending it to the wrong Chris Welty, he probably lives in Switzerland somewhere. I don't know if yeah, they have Venmo. Yeah, Welty's a real Swiss last it name. It is. It's like uh, it's like Miller over there. It's a real popular last name. There's a lot. It's pronounced Velty though, I believe. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good way to get out on this. There Thank you, you so much for listening. God bless. <laughs> I don't say God bless. <laughs>